everybody, and welcome to Books Unbound, the Yuppers. podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts. With your hosts, us, Ariel and Raylene, and today our guest, Brenna Thumbler's in the house. I'm Hello, in the Brenna. House. Hello. <laughs> Glad to be in Honestly, the house. I wish you were in the house. Imagine if we got to record this all in person one day. That's a in a house. That's a stretch goal. I'm in that a house, just not your house. Oh my god, that's the dream. One You're day we'll be in a house there. with internet, so we can all yeah. talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh world. boy. Dang it. Yes. We are so happy to have you, Brenna. We are so excited. Not only because you're just like an official friend of the pod, mm-hmm. right? Oh, pal yeah. of the pod. Pal pod of- pal. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> but also because we are today um, celebrating the announcement of, am I going to say maybe our coolest piece of merch ever? <laughs> I think so. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> We, um, this year, are going to be launching a bookmark subscription. It's quarterly, so it's just there's going to be these four really fun releases throughout the year. But our first one is available now. And our bookmarks were designed by Miss Brenna here on the pod. So My we're going to talk about that <laughs> more a little bit later, but I thought I should plug it right away. If somebody only listens to this for a minute, that's what I want them to know. <laughs> they need to know the important stuff. <laughs> you can stop listening now. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we thought it would be really fun since it's still the beginning of the year to ask you a little bit about like a wrap up from you for your reading in 2021. Usually when we have a guest on, We have like specific questions we ask about like, what's your favorite book? Who's your favorite author? But Brenna, you've been on the pod before because you're a pod pal. (laughs) The first ever pod pal, in fact. Yeah, Yeah, you're our first recurring guest. Um, And so if you guys want to listen to kind of more of our intro to Brenna episode, that will be linked in the show notes. I don't remember the number of the episode. Again, so we should have been more. Organized. I saw <laughs> my past recordings, and there was something recorded mm. March fourteenth last year that wasn't like an hour oh. long. So I think it was sometime in March. Yes, it wow. Would have been. So it's like you. maybe well forty done. episodes ago or something. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. I keep forgetting how old this podcast is, but um, yep. yes. So if you guys want to listen to that first episode, it's linked down below, or scroll back to March of twenty twenty one. But here we are in January of 2022, and we'd like to know, what was your favorite read? And in brackets, I wrote, or reads, if one was <laughs> too stressful. It's reads. You can never it's pick just one. <laughs> it's always reads. <laughs> of 2021. What was it? How'd it go? Okay, so I'm actually going to be unveiling my top favorite reads in the recommendations <gasps> later and so i'm oh, going to talk about my ooh. next two favorite okay. reads after the first cool. one um one of them is home before dark by riley sager ooh, um okay. it's like this unconventional ghost story it kind of has haunting of hill house vibes it's about this woman who like in the present she's remembering well, actually, not remembering the things that happened to her as a little girl. <laughs> she she lived in this house with uh, her family for 20 days. Her dad wrote a book about it, about, like, all these hauntings that they experienced. These 20 mm. days they were in this house. And on day 20, they all fled. As a woman, she, she does not Whoa. know anything that happened. She has no memory of it. But this book caused this public outrage. And everyone was claiming this father was lying. He was only doing this to make money. <gasps> And the daughter thinks that 
he was lying because she remembers nothing of any of this. Oh. And in the, okay. in the beginning of the book, her dad passes away. They haven't spoken in a really long time. Uh, but she finds out she's inherited a house in the will. And so she goes back mm. to this house to live there and like mm. fix it up and sell it. And so that's like everything that's happening in the present tense. But meanwhile, you're reading the father's book interspersed oh, with present okay. tense. And so you're like reading day one, day two, day three of like what this family experienced or what he's claiming they experienced mm. in her childhood. And so it's this really amazing back and forth. And I was, yeah. re- I was reading this in bed late at night and it was terrifying at points. I could barely <laughs> sleep. But if you want a really good scare... Uh, And also a lot of confusion on what's going on. Excellent Mm. recommendation there. The second book I want to mention is uh, a graphic novel, Dancing at the Pity Party by Tyler Fetter. It's a a dead mom's graphic memoir. And it's kind of weird to say like a a death comedy. But but it's sort of like (laughs) it's... She has this sort of witty, tongue-in-cheek sort of viewpoint of what it's like to lose a parent when you're really young. And Mm. it's great because she doesn't... She's not asking for pity in any way. She's not, like, making you feel bad for her. She's just showing what it's like to go through what she went through in a really witty and also heartfelt way. And Mm. really great illustrations. I just highly recommend that for a graphic novel. Yeah, those those are my, like, top two that I have not... That will, like... Really, yeah. like, top three and four. Top one and two will yeah. come later. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm very intrigued about that. <laughs> I love those, though, because I hadn't heard of either of those. Yeah, so me neither. I've heard me, of Riley I... Sager, but I hadn't even heard of that book for some reason. Oh, my God. Did it just yeah. come out? Like, is it a new one? Um, I, When did this come out? I think it was either, like, 2020 or 2021. It was recent. So, yeah. Yeah. Slipped um, under my 2020. Radar. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. Can you say the name of the Riley Sager one, Riley Sager one again? Home Before Dark. Okay. To be All honest, right. I'm not sure why it's called that still. <laughs> I, <laughs> Tell me more about that. I, I love conspiracy theories about titles and marketing because, like, <laughs> there's some weird stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah. like there's this this whole storyline about a chandelier that keeps turning on, <laughs> and I'm like, is it called that because it's like about the chandelier? But the chandelier is like really not that important, and no one has, right because like no one has I'm to looking be at back. the cover and it's got a yeah, giant chandelier. It's all about the, like, that place. It's all about the chandelier, people. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it's see no that to see ya, Let's be honest. <laughs> Oh, There's like nothing in this story where people have to be back before the chandelier turns on. It might be sort of a play on words where it's like the home before it becomes dark. Mm. I and like maybe that actually okay. makes more sense than like the getting home before it turns dark. I yeah. I'm still mulling it over. I'm maybe I'm like maybe I missed <laughs> something. I don't know. Or maybe it's just I, a bad title. <laughs> But it, but it makes you want to read it, though. It's like, oh, Home Before Dark. Ooh, what's going like, to happen then? if you don't? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's irrelevant. But it's still really That's good. That's fine. At least it's still a good book. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. I think that it's, I think I, I think Raylene is right. I think it's just a bad title. And we're and you're trying to justify it. But you don't have to, Brenna. They <laughs> okay. let you down. I don't, don't do that. Don't do that, do that to yourself. It's bad. It's a bad title. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So... I'm curious if you noticed any trends in your reading in 2021. So this could be anything from 
I read a lot more audiobooks than I usually do, or all my favorite books were written by women, which was a thing I realized. Um, yeah, were there any little things like that that you sort of noticed? There weren't many trends. It was kind of all over the place. It was mm. a bit of a hot mess. I think it was just like <laughs> reminiscent of 2021 as a year. Yeah. I was trying a whole bunch of different things. Uh, I read like some a couple YA romance, which I never do. And mm. I, if I do, it's usually because like one of the characters is dying from cancer and it's like a, a, stre- <laughs> yeah. a stressful situation. And well, I'm, of like, as we all know, <laughs> I love stress. Yeah. Um, and I read a couple celebrity memoirs and I read like hardly any graphic novels, which actually is kind of common for me. I actually don't read that many graphic novels because mm-hmm. I don't like being too influenced by them. Most yeah, of what I read totally. is just like adult fiction. Um, yeah. But I did notice towards the end of the year, I was reading a lot more of thrillers and horror books and I loved them all. So that's kind of going to be more on my radar now like the thriller and horror cool. genre Raylene I feel like you used to read a lot more horror and thriller than you did in 2021 yeah that's true it's kind of opposite. I know that you read a lot of it if you had a top recommendation for a thrillery horrory book what I'm would you yours. pick Ooh, I mean have you read Gone Girl because that's like my favorite psychological thriller I have seen the film but I don't really remember it and oh so God, I, I have the book on <laughs> yeah I have the book on my shelf and I'm, I'm glad that I don't remember the film because I want to be surprised yeah. again the book is so good and even before I read it like I was partway through reading it and I saw something on Tumblr that was like a spoiler and I was like ah but then I still ended up loving the book even knowing like kind of what one of the twists was yeah so mm-hmm. it's that good of a book in my opinion it's just like it's just so, so good. And then if you want something horror, I mean, I really love Stephen King and It is my favorite Stephen King book. So I recommend that even though it is large. Yeah, I was going to say, you're assigning big homework there. <laughs> I mean, that's just, in my opinion, that's like one of his top books. So yeah, for sure. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely put both it. of those on my list. They're on your list. Yes. Amazing. All right. Next question. Do you have any plans for your 2022 reading? So me and Raylene like to make (laughs) bold, bold goals (laughs) at the beginning of the year. Do they ever come true? It's about a 50-50 on that one. Mm -hmm. But I'm curious if you've set any goals or if there's any priorities you have for your reading this year. I feel like mine are definitely achievable goals. I've not forced myself into really dangerous situations. Um, (laughs) I... I have a huge TBR list and probably 80 or 90% of the books in the list came from this podcast. Ah! So I, I just want to read a lot of those books. I That's want awesome. to conquer, like Rayleigh mentioned in a pre- previous episode, I want to conquer more books on my bookshelf already. Yeah. yeah. That's um, my main goal. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to force myself to read at least a little bit before bed each night I have a really busy work schedule with making my own books um it's really hard for me to find the time to read and so I really want to try to force myself even if it's only a couple pages like force myself to read every single night and then finally I'm approaching the coloring stage of the graphic novel I'm currently working on and it's the definitely the most mindless stage of the graphic novel process so I want to try to listen to more audiobooks while I color love that yeah I love that. How long does it take you to... So do you have an entire graphic novel you need to color? Like, how long does that take? The coloring stage will probably take... Uh, it's the long... It's This one's the longest graphic novel I've done yet. Ooh. So... Oh, I got um, the inside scoop. I, 
<laughs> we're getting the inside yes. scoop. That's right, Raylene. <laughs> I I have no idea. It's probably it's gonna take forever, guys. It's gonna it's gonna be it's going to drag on and on and on. But do it's, you it's, do all the coloring digitally? I do. Yeah. Okay. My cool. gosh, if I did it traditionally, that would take the rest of my entire <laughs> yeah. life to do one book. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it'll probably be like, I don't know, like seven or eight months to color, maybe. Wow. That's so interesting. I'm glad you gave, even if it's a rough estimate, because I was like, is this a month or is this a year? Like I could, I had no idea. It'll definitely be fascinating. Yeah. It'll be like approaching a year. Wow. Yeah. You could listen to a lot of audiobooks in that time. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say, is this like a summer of coloring, and you can squeeze in a couple of audio? No, this is like the majority of your year is gonna be audiobooks. Yeah, yeah you could listen sure. to like forty audiobooks at least. <laughs> that's so cool. I love that. I think that's. Yeah. I genuinely think that's awesome. It's super funny because I just had a little flash memory right at the beginning of this year, or maybe the end of last year. I was like. I'd heard of people coloring while they read audiobooks, but like coloring, coloring books, not a graphic <laughs> yeah. novel. Um, and I was like, okay, I don't have a coloring book and I don't like, I'm not going to go to the store and get one, but I can like just find an image of something online and color it on my iPad. Like maybe that would be fun. Yeah. And it was, it was so ugly <laughs> that like, <laughs> I just like deleted it from Procreate and I was like, Never mind. And <laughs> That's genu- not something I need to Genuinely do. blocked the memory out of my mind. Like, it wasn't until you just said that that I was like, oh, yeah, I tried a similar thing. Be- but no, 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 it didn't work out for me. <laughs> okay, Ariel, this happens to artists, too. Like, I will color a page and then be like, okay, I'm done with that page. And the next day I'll come back. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? This is horrifying. And I'll have to recolor. Like, that's a lot of it is just me playing around with color and being like, oh, that looks terrible. Let's try that again. And <laughs> route <two. Yeah. laughs> Do you have um a release date for this secret graphic novel yet? It's going to be sometime in 2023. It won't be until probably okay. like early fall to mid fall 2023. So perfect. We okay. can have now we know we can have you back on oh, then yeah. to promote. Yep, so yes. every year we'll have you on to promote whatever <laughs> the heck you're doing next. Right? I need more um, projects. <laughs> Well, okay, so you actually have some pretty fun reading plans. Maybe that's what we'll do. We'll have you on next year in January, and we'll ask you how that went. Oh, how many great. audiobooks did you listen now to? Now I really have yeah. to do how this. How did the coloring go? <laughs> How'd the coloring go, yeah. Um, all right, now is a chance to ask, I guess, more current. What are you currently reading? Let's start with you, Brenna, and then Raylene and I can also talk about what we're reading. Yeah. I am so excited to say these words out loud on the podcast. Oh I am... Oh. I am currently reading Albatross by Terry. Oh! <laughs> Whoa, I just whacked my microphone. That's how excited I got. <laughs> I am only a quarter of the way through. As people have mentioned, it is really cheesy, but so, yes. so yes. excellent. It's my gosh. Also, I just like, I understand sort of what it feels like to like have a skill in something and not really know if you love it or not. Mm. like after after going to art school and like starting a career as an artist it's like I've just become part of this cycle where I just keep doing it over and over because I'm like oh I can do this but then I sometimes I step back and I'm like am I really enjoying this or am I just doing it because I'm able to Mm. yeah and I'm really excited to see if his entire life falls apart because I'm like (laughs) is is this my destiny (laughs) (laughs) Albatross is telling you the future right now. 
Oh man, I'm so glad. Not only that you are reading it, not only that you able you were able to get a copy of yeah, it. Yeah, that's the main thing. By the way, how did you get a copy of it? Since you're in the states. Yeah, so I found this online book thrift store called <gasps> thriftbooks.com. Yes. And there was. I what- think they're Canadian. Oh really? I think I, they might be, so maybe that's why they had it. Because this book came <laughs> from Arizona, and this was the only copy that was left oh. on the site. And so maybe because maybe it's your audience who has just bought up Thrift Books copies of yeah. Albatross, but this was the <laughs> one left from Arizona, and I snagged it, and now I'm reading it. That's so funny. I've just looked it up, and I must have made something up because they're definitely based in Seattle. Maybe <laughs> they just maybe they have a warehouse in Canada, uh, and that's what I was thinking of. It's possible. Okay. That is a good tip, though. So if people want it, start scouring thrift books. Gotta be there Because we get messages all the time that are like, you talk about that book, but we can't find it. (laughs) And we're like, what? Well. (laughs) And Flight of the Albatross can only happen once in a blue moon. I haven't found another copy yet, so it's unfortunate. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm so glad you're enjoying it. And I hope that you end up liking it. I think you will. If you, I feel like if someone likes a quarter of it, the the whole book is very similar yeah. vibes mood up upbeat thing so i think you will end up liking it that's great news so much pressure i've started realizing like when people tell me they're reading a book i recommended i feel some joy but i also just feel like oh my god oh my <laughs> please god please let them like I'm, it please let them like it yeah, exactly <laughs> i hope they like it i hope they don't think it was a waste of their money i hope they don't hate me the spiral continues hey why am i doing a book podcast where all we do is recommend books <laughs> I don't know. I've chosen a dangerous <laughs> path. Um, all right, Raylene, what are you currently reading? Oh, well, this is fun. I'm currently reading three books because apparently I'm a Whoa. maniac. Um, I don't know how Living this happened. life on the wild side, Raylene. <laughs> yeah. I specifically like reading one book at a time. Like, that's the way I like to live my life. But every now and then, I just have a need to read all the books. And that's kind of what's happening to me right now. Um, so the first book is Strange Weather in Tokyo by Hiromi Kawakami, which is one of the books I decided I have to read this year. So it felt like a good moment to pick it up. It's short. It's by a non-American author. The author's Japanese. So I was like, this is hitting a lot of my um, my goals for the year. Um, yeah. We were supposed to buddy read it, Ariel and I. Um, we almost broke up because I started reading it without her. <laughs> she got so mad at me. It was crazy. But um, was we don't need to get dramatic. into that. There was drama for like three hours. And um, it was crazy. But <laughs> I just for context want to explain. Raylene texted me at like, I don't know. It was like 11 p.m. your time, which is like, 3 a.m. your time. 2 a.m. my time. And clearly you didn't think I would be awake no. because I shouldn't be awake. No. But like I get this text that's like uh, just a photo of the book and you're like, please don't be mad at me. I, <laughs> I knew you'd be mad. <laughs> and I was just like uh, a little delusional because it was 2 a.m. Yeah. And I start like I was like, oh, this will be funny. I'll pretend that we're having a giant fight. <laughs> she went crazy. <laughs> And I just went crazy. I was like, oh my God, this is the biggest betrayal. I can't believe you've done this. And Raylene's like, how are you awake? Why? Are, what's happening? And I was like, I'm going to go to sleep. And hopefully when I wake up, that like I can feel better. And really, you were just like, "That's a good idea. Go to bed." I kept and thinking I you were gonna next... be. I kept thinking you were gonna get over it in the conversation we were having. But then you just didn't. You kept. I you kept like, no, acting I mad. Have, <laughs> I have to lean in to this meme. Yeah. I have to meme properly. So I went to sleep. I woke up and then I texted Raylene and I was like, "Great news. I've woken up. 
and we can keep being friends. Yeah. And so there is no drama. Thank, Thank God. God. Books Unbound was... is now a soap opera. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> if you guys could see the text messages, my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that so far. It's um, I, I'm only like, I don't know, maybe 50 pages into it, maybe not even. But so far, I'm really enjoying it. And like I said, it's quite short. So I should be finishing that one soon. But so far, so good. It's very like calm and kind of just like meditative and chill. Mm. So I'm enjoying that um, because the next book I'm currently reading is one that we are buddy reading together. So that's cool. I didn't betray you on this front. We are currently <laughs> reading Homesick for Another World by Otessa Moshfeg, which is a short yes. story collection. And I'm obsessed with this cover. Let yeah. Me, I don't know if you've seen this cover. It's Brenna, insane. But like, oh. oh, it's so pretty. Something about these colors and the spaceship. The green, yeah, the it just the hits right. Yeah, that's good stuff. And um, good we've been stuff. dying to get to more Otessa Moshfeg. As the people of the podcast know, we're a fan club of Otessa Moshfeg. So yeah. it feels good to be reading another one of her books so early in the year and just kind of kicking it off. Uh, we've read three stories so far. And honestly, they're a little weird. And um, we expected <laughs> them to be weird. But they're like a little weirder than I expected them to be somehow. <laughs> so every one of my messages, because basically how we're doing this, because it's a short story collection is every time we finish the short story, we will send each other a voice message yep. via text. And we'll be like, here are my thoughts on the story we just read. And every single one of my stories or my messages starts. So it only took one paragraph for it to get perverted. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> we're I, convinced that Pesamashvig is a perv. Big she, perv. She is. Actually, <laughs> I'll post a photo on the Instagram too of this weird little, uh, what, what do I call this? Like a table that I've started. Yeah. So basically, um, I have these like bingo points that are different colors in with my pens. And it's like, does this story have these elements? Being lonely, a woman friendship, some sort of weird sexual vibe, <laughs> a mention of prison, mention of sleeping, because obviously she wrote my year of rest and relaxation. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I feel like she cares about sleep. And every <laughs> single story so far has a lot of the same trends yeah, the same going elements. on in it. So I'm tracking the elements. I'm trying to see what exactly is it that Otessa Moshfeg, like what are her main themes? Yeah, sleep. Pretty fun. Sleep, yeah. That hasn't been that's as much relatable. sleep yet as I expected, but that's Not okay. <laughs> um, but then the final book that I'm currently reading is one that's been on my TBR for a while. So it's another one that feels good to like check that off. It's a mashed potato book. And that is The Inconvenient Indian, A Curious Account of oh, Native People cool. in North America by Thomas King. Yeah. And I've been dying to read this book for so long. I used to work at a bookstore and one of my coworkers was like in love with this book. And this was like five years ago. And he's like, oh my God, this is such a good book. So I've been meaning to read it for quite a long time. And I only just picked up a copy of it, I think last year at a thrift store. But I'm actually mm. listening to the audiobook, which is super, mm. super good. It's read by Lorne Cardinal, who I hadn't heard of before I started reading it, but he's an actor and he does such a good job of reading the book. And oh. the tone of the book is very like conversational and kind of satirical yeah. a little bit like the way thomas totally. king writes is very much just like this is how i feel about things and like here's some of the history but this is my take on it so it's not exactly mm -hmm. like a straight up history book yeah. but it does have history in it obviously but it's like his take on it and it's very like easy to listen to and informational at the same time so i'm really enjoying it i highly recommend it as an audiobook um i definitely want to get into reading more nonfiction on audio this year because it feels mm. like you're listening to a podcast almost yeah. Whereas listening to fiction, it's easy to like forget that you're listening to it, I find. <laughs> We've talked totally. about that a bit before. It's it's easy to get distracted while listening to fiction, but for some reason with the nonfiction, it's like it goes straight into my brain. 
And That's I interesting that. about the history too, because like I, I'm usually uh, skeptical of reading historical books, but if it has a personal t- twist on it, it's it yeah, feel, it feels more like like closer to fiction. If it's like your own mm. recounting of it, it's like yeah, it it just makes it way more interesting, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that book is. I don't know. That book is so cool. Like, I also own a copy of it. Maybe yeah. everyone in Canada owns a copy you of must. it. You must. Because it's such a big book here. It's like anytime you walk into a bookstore, it's there. And yeah. it has been for, for since, it, since it got published. But there's also a really beautiful illustrated edition of it oh, that I've came out it, yeah. a few years ago. And it's so beautiful. Like, it's got photos and maps and everything, you know? Like, it's, like, fully illustrated. Mm-hmm. And then there is now a documentary based on I forgot well. about that. Yes, I need to yeah. watch that when I'm done the So book. if people if people are interested in that um and you are sort of like in the mood for a documentary that might be another mode of doing it. So very cool. cool. That's a, I'm I'm excited that you're reading that really and I want to yeah. know how it goes when you finish. Yes, I will keep you posted for sure. Yeah, I mean you will have to because it's <laughs> I got what, what, what will we say next next week? I don't know. Um well, you kind of you mentioned the uh, book I'm reading. I'm also yep. reading Homesick for Another World, but this is uh, I don't know why I don't know why I didn't tell you this when we were cuz we talk about it every night. Seriously. But I'm I'm reading it on audio. But it, oh. I was like I was like I won't tell her until we record the podcast. <laughs> But I don't get why. It's not a fun review. It's not like an exciting review. Like, plot no. twist. I'm actually... You don't care. You don't care. That's okay. No, that's I was fine. like, is this going to cause more drama on air? <laughs> Luckily, I don't care about this. She's the one who gets really worked up about things. I'm pretty laid back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Raylene's the cool one. Yeah, Ariel's um, the drama queen of the pod. Ar- <laughs> The problem is that I'm the one, I guess I'm the one who likes the drama, but just because I find it hilarious. So it's just a yeah. joke. It's all just It a- is all just a joke. We never fight. Yeah. I'm scared that people on the pod are like, they're fighting. We're not fighting. We're just <laughs> joking. Um, we're, we're basically at that point. Like imagine if, oh my God, really? Imagine if we were sisters growing up in oh, a house, like yeah. always mocking each other. That's the mode we're in. Yeah. Like right we're now. 12 years old now and we're finally like just starting to get hormones and whatnot. We're starting to like <laughs> bitch at each other. That's kind of where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, but it's cool because the audiobook is narrated by two different people, depending on if oh. the story is from a female or male perspective. Right. Yeah. Um, and it that keeps it kind of feeling like they are really separate stories. Do you know what I yeah, mean? That's cool. It's, like, it's kind oh, of gone okay, back and sort- forth a little bit so far. Yeah, kind of. exactly. Yeah. So it sort of felt like, oh, okay, cool. We're starting a whole different story. It doesn't just feel like one narrator is reading the story, the same stories mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, and they're really good narrators. It's really interesting though because it, I almost couldn't find the audiobook for it. I did. I found it on. <laughs> I don't mean to plug, but I found it on Libro FM, of nice. which we have an affiliate link linked <laughs> in the show notes. Um, but it's one of these terrible covers where it's like i don't Ooh. know it doesn't look official they took away all the beautifulness of it i know but right, it is books. official like this is the official audiobook yeah and the the narrators are great but i don't know why they did that they put these <laughs> banners on it uh, there's a lot of questions i have a lot of questions about that and then the other book i'm reading is down and out in paris and london i'm very slowly making progress on this guy i'm not rushing i feel no need to rush it yep. i'm like <laughs> i'll be have, reading I this should... for the next month you'll be happy yeah honestly probably people should be prepared for that um <laughs> i don't know how many books or what like actual complete books not not essay collections but like how many books orwell has i should really count. i feel like he has like six 
or seven. Yeah, exactly. It's around that number. And I've already read three of them. No, I feel like I still have four or five to go. Hmm. So anyways, I don't want to rush them. And I just want to savor them and take my time. But Very I'm nice. loving it. It feel, This is really interesting because I obviously I've read a lot of his essays before. And he will often, it, it's like from the first person he's talking about his life. But I haven't read his essays in a while. And this is like a whole book just about his perspective on this thing. Sort of like what you were saying, Raylene with um an inconvenient indian where it's like you it's it's partly historical it's partly sociological anthropological where it's yeah. like this is poverty in paris this is poverty in london but then it's also and this is my opinion of it and my perspective of it mm-hmm. so you know what's shocking what uh, there's no audiobook of this huh none yeah you should make it <laughs> that's weird i just find that really weird like this is such a giant book how is no like how is jake gyllenhaal not read this <laughs> that's a great question you should ask him just send him a little email yeah um okay well i think we should talk about the bookmarks that's the, what i want to do it's a good intuition let's do it <laughs> <laughs> they're really exciting we should talk about them so I had this idea a cup like a year ago, a year and a half ago. I was like, what if we did like a bookmark subscription and we made like these really pretty bookmarks and it was like beautiful and they got shipped out to people and it would be like really cool. Partly inspired by Hank Green's like sock subscription. Awesome socks. I don't know if you guys are subscribed. <laughs> I am. No. <laughs> I, I got a great cool, new pair of socks every month, which is great. Um and I was just like, this is, I think that this is really cute. Um, and also would be super affordable because they're bookmarks. So they can be shipped like a letter. So yeah. it's not mm-hmm. heavy and, and everything. So I was like, that would be really cool. So then me and Raylene started actually talking about like, what would we do if we, if we actually did this? And we are like, imagine if we could get like illustrators and bookish art people that we love to illustrate them like every time that we did them we were like oh that would be amazing so i pitched this idea to the company that does our merch dfdba who i love hi dfdba you're the best we're (laughs) obsessed with you um and they love the idea too however they suggested that we do it quarterly partly just because of the way that they do subscriptions partly because of covid like how it's changed supply and how it's uh change shipping times and stuff and we were like yeah no that's fine because that way we can put like actual budget to like getting cool illustrators we yeah like, not just like it. draw them ourselves every month and have them be <laughs> well, ugly was, exactly <laughs> imagine my little bookmarks oh no uh after my my coloring page story believe me, you don't want <laughs> we my don't bookmarks. want that did i tell you what the coloring page no was of? no it was just of a butterfly <laughs> <laughs> you messed that up (laughs) (laughs) oh man it was just a butterfly it was just a butterfly anyways um what was i talking about the bookmarks okay (laughs) so basically we were like it would not make sense for the first bookmark designs to be by anyone other than brenna it has to be brenna that's so i messaged (laughs) i messaged you on instagram like hello please please do this and you're like hell yeah and off we went we rode off into the sunset 
So, um, it's available now. Hello everyone, it's Ariel from the future with the information you need. I have just finished ironing out all of the details with DFTBA who does our merch. And here's what you need to know. If you wanna try out the subscription service, you have to sign up in the next two weeks. This is the open window to sign up for the whole year. You can always cancel your subscription if after the first one you're like, oh no, my situation's changed. I don't want to participate anymore. But we might not have windows available in the middle of the year or in the end of the year to join the subscription. So if you want to try it out, if you want to give it a shot, and I encourage you to give it a shot because this is a cool project that we're trying you have to sign up now. Like we say in the main episode, the link is in the show notes. It's also on our Instagram. It's also <laughs> on our website. It's 11.50 and it's really cool. Okay, if you wanna sign up for the year, this is your moment. We're gonna be doing it four times this year, quarterly. And if you pre-order it, hence like sign up to the subscription, you will get the two bookmarks plus a sticker there's a possibility that we're doing two stickers. That's up in the Holy air. I'll moly. figure that out soon. I know. <laughs> two and then, stickers. That's I insane. know. It's too much. It's just too much. We will also then order some extra bookmarks. So if you miss a subscription window, we will have some. But these will probably be limited edition. So I don't say that to scare you. <laughs> I say that to just be like, if you do want it, just order them now. Get in on it now. <laughs> Because of COVID and everything, it's really hard to know when things are coming out and if more will be available, what the plans are. So now that you guys know what this, the the concept is, we can talk about the bookmarks that you designed, Brenna, because mm -hmm. they are stunning. I we screamed when I saw screamed. the first one. Like so they <laughs> came screamed. in one at a time. And the first one, oh my God, we blew my mind off. <laughs> So I just wanted I you guys to scream. I'm glad. Yeah, we did. There was a lot of screaming. There was a lot of up. There's not a lot of all caps texting. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'd love to know how you came up with your designs and any kind of behind the scenes that you could share with us and the listeners. Yeah. So for the first bookmark, um, it was actually inspired by my own listening of the podcast. Oh, uh, this doesn't really happen too much lately because it's gotten mm. very cold and icy and it gets dark out very early um mm -hmm. but back in the the warmer lighter days i i always listen to the podcast while walking around my neighborhood around town in the evenings and yeah. uh, it was just a way to get out and clear my head and enjoy some fresh air and listen to you two wonderful people talk about books <laughs> and um and so i kind of captured that in the first in the first bookmark of a girl, I mean, kind of me, but it can be you too, um, <laughs> <laughs> walking through town, listening to a podcast. Um, and the town, if you'll recognize it, is actually Finster Bay from my graphic novels, Sheets and Delicates. Nice. Uh, and there are little ghosts, like sheet ghosts in all the windows. Um, so that was the idea for the first one. And then the second one is actually a comic strip because that's, you know, my job is to make I comics. And, and so <laughs> I just, I've never really seen like an original comic strip on a bookmark. Mostly you might see yeah, like yeah. the Peanuts or Calvin and Hobbes mm -hmm. maybe on a, a bookmark, but like an actual new comic strip, I don't think I've ever really yeah. seen in a bookmark. Yeah. So I wanted to do a comic of the origin story of 
of the mashed potato <laughs> book. Ah, I love it. I'll never have to explain it again if people just buy that bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a great reminder to like tackle those mashed potato books. Like if you mm-hmm. see it in your book and be like, man, I don't want to be this person. I want to read those mashed potato <laughs> books. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that's the inspiration for the second one. They're so beautiful. And it was, ex- I think part of what made me really excited about seeing the first one uh, when we first saw it was that it is obviously set in sheets like it's the same kind of color yeah, it looks and like the little town and we were like oh my god it's because now i feel like we're canon because there's little easter eggs um <laughs> yeah that like it's the lemay library and the Bisset bookshop so i feel yeah. like you're part the of the char- world now the characters can go visit they could go into our absolutely <laughs> I know. It would not so be a Brenna Thumbler creation without at least one Easter egg. So I definitely yes, think you well, two within the illustrations. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that Easter egg, but there's also some really lovely ones in the comic strip one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you want to reveal those Easter eggs? Um, so <laughs> there are portraits of Ariel and Raylene <laughs> on the walls um, in the comic strip. And then also there is a, a portrait of a cat on the wall it's kind of an homage to um raylene's cat book collection and just our mutual love for all it also things. looks like my cat it yeah. looks like simon yeah, yeah. <laughs> just all things feline you can't go wrong with a cat on a bookmark no it's so cute it's incredible the second one is what i think what i love so much about the the comic book one is the drama like it feels so <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean like it feels it's so like epic. why is this woman sitting there by herself by eating herself. mashed potatoes <laughs> it's very it's dramatic giant manner like oh yeah there's so it's, much shame it's, it's right. real fancy she's like in a really fancy room it's kind yeah. of like a conservatory looking thing and yes. it's like she's just sitting there eating a plate of mashed potatoes <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing oh man i can't wait to hold them i just can't wait to use them i'm so excited they'll be my most prized bookmarks for sure so i thought it would be fun to cap off this section by asking you if you have a favorite bookmark it's kind of a weird question but right before we recorded this podcast we actually had a live show with our patrons um and when we mentioned that this collaboration was happening, first of all, the people were insanely excited that you were doing it, Brenna. They were like, this is what I need. Literally somebody asked, can one of them please be in the color scheme of sheets? And we were like, (laughs) you're going to be very happy. You're welcome, Um, friend. (laughs) Brenna knew. Brenna knew what we needed. Um, But secondly, people were like talking about how meaningful a lot of their bookmarks are to them and like how they have stories or they've had ones that they've had for a long time. So I'm curious if you have a favorite bookmark. Well, starting today, I'm definitely going to be thinking of two new favorite bookmarks. Yes. (laughs) But um, my, I guess I would say my favorite bookmark is actually this one uh, that I got in Iceland. Oh, it's shiny. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) this was actually going to be a gift for my ex-boyfriend, but then we broke up and so I just kept it. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. And so, like, I never would have chosen this one for myself, but, like, the more I look at it, the more I like it. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big dragon person, but, (laughs) but I I don't know. It's, like, shiny. I like shiny things. It's got a simple color scheme. It's beautiful. 
the problem is though, it's thick. It's like a really oh, yeah. thick leather, yeah. and yeah. I don't like thick bookmarks no, in my that. books because it, it like the pages don't lay flat, right. and that really bugs me. And so I only <laughs> use it in like thrifted books or old ones that are worn mm. out. I don't oh, want okay, it ruining yeah. any of my new ones. Yeah. So what I usually do, to be completely honest with you guys, is just use scraps like like old receipts, <laughs> or receipts. sometimes people will leave behind a little something in a library book like I've, I have this baseball card not like a not a you know a rare expensive yeah. one but like <laughs> it's a really cheap like old baseball card um that I use and and this this stack of scrap paper just kind of builds up next to my bed and then I kind of use them all at once as one bookmark <laughs> oh so, so it's it still ends, thick yeah so it ends, <laughs> it ends up being just thick as scraps. thick as my leather bookmark that I don't use but um but That's it's hilarious. mostly just scraps and the the ex-boyfriend bookmark <laughs> That's I love good. that I have um I went on this trip because so I'm assuming did you go to Iceland on a trip and he didn't and so you got him something Yes. Yeah. I was on yes. a, um, it was like an art camp. It's called the light gray Ooh. art lab. And they, they host these sort of travel art camps, uh, for artists to just spend a week in different locations and wow. draw together and be inspired by the landscapes. And my gosh, Iceland's pretty much my favorite place in the entire world. Ugh. It's so beautiful. And, and it's, it's not, so it's kind of like just a piece of it. Like that's what I look at this now. It's just a, a piece of Iceland that I get to keep with me. I yeah. loved my trip to Iceland and my fun story about Iceland is that we went there, me and an ex. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> Iceland is for exes, apparently. But like, when I went to Iceland, we didn't know that it was like, I don't know, whatever Iceland Day is called. Like Canada Day, oh. Iceland Day. Like, they're, I don't think they, I don't know if they have independence kind of thing, but it was their national day. But we did not know that. And so we were literally asleep in this Airbnb that was kind of on a main street. And we suddenly were awakened by a parade right outside our window. We're like, what the, what, what's happening? And then we like look out the window and there's this massive parade. And we just threw our jeans on and jumped in and followed the city (laughs) down to this. It was so freaking cute. You joined the parade? Well, like we just followed it. (laughs) You're like, I'm the star of the Iceland parade, of course. (laughs) I took up my baton and I led the parade. No, uh, we just kind of followed it down. And then there was kind of this like area that was set up for like, you know, fun um, party stuff. It was so cute. It was also like when we went there, it didn't get dark until like 1 a.m. or something. Oh, oh that's yeah. So cool. I, that's one of the reasons I love it so much. It's never dark. Yeah. <laughs> if you go at the right time. If, yeah. if you go the other half, I yeah, guess it's always Yeah, it's just dark. always, always nighttime. <laughs> Shoot. That's funny, though. I definitely, I bought, you know what I have? I have a Pikachu spoon that I bought this ex-boyfriend in Tokyo. And when I came back, then we broke up. I was going to give it to him for Christmas. Oh and then we goodness. broke up. And so now I just get the sick Pikachu Pikachu spoon. <laughs> the beauty wow. of breakups. The oh, man. I'm sad I don't have a story like that now. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. this That went well. I didn't know if asking you what your favorite bookmark was, uh, if that was going to be fun. That was great. That was a 10 out of that 10 experience. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> All right. Well, we are now going to jump into some recommendation requests. So, Raylene, how about you lead us in this charge? What are we recommending? 
Okay, so let's start with this first one here from Merit, who says, Hi, I love to read multiple books at the same time. So when I read a serious slash emotional book, I like to read a lighter book on, uh, on the side so I won't become an emotional wreck. It's like eating a spicy main dish and have a cooling side dish that still complements the main dish, but makes it more bearable. <laughs> I love that. I was wondering if you could recommend a book combination like this. Bonus points if they're not in the same genre. Oops, I kind of didn't get the bonus points. I forgot about that part, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> so Ariel, why don't you start? What did you pick for these ones? Oh, okay. Oh. I pick. I had to. Okay. So basically, I was like, "What? I, I, I like you, really Did not do the bonus points. I went because it's with, hard to match up books. Like, how do you pick what to put together if they're not similar? You I'm know. I'm sure Brenna managed to do this. And us. No. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> we all suck. So I wanted to pick. Uh, two books that were actually within the same genre or had like a really similar element, but yeah. had pretty different vibes for what they were too. achieving. Yeah. So I hope that you don't mind me being a little cringe here, Brenna, but my <laughs> first book is Sheets by Miss Brenna Thumbler. <laughs> because I was like I that. that <laughs> you right? <laughs> You've heard of that one. <laughs> I was like, if there is a book that, is for me like the cooling side dish quote unquote yeah it's sheets it's so calming and lovely and like thoughtful so i felt like that was like a perfect for the cold side of things and then for the more kind of stressful spicy <laughs> side of things <laughs> i went for um the ghost in the house by sarah o'leary so the connection is obviously they're both ghost books yeah. um which I think I might love as a genre. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, yeah. but where are the ghost books? I, I was just books. thinking about this because like Raylene has her cat collection. Yep. Errol, yeah. You've mentioned like multiple collections, but, like the Frida Kahlo collection. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I want a ghost book collection. Oh, yes. that's cute. So I love that idea. Everyone should send me their favorite ghost books at some point. Yes. Yeah, we'll sure. definitely, we'll have to yeah, ask sure for them on the some. Instagram. Yeah. Um, but also, just so everyone knows, all of Brenna's links are linked in the show notes if you want to check out her pages and stuff. Uh, go tell her about your favorite ghost stories. But I'm, yes. I feel like when you think about um, people reading in the past, I, for some reason, I imagine them reading ghost stories. I'm like, the Victorians loved ghosts, right? <laughs> yeah, it's all gothic um, and spooky. <laughs> but like, it doesn't feel like as much of a thing anymore. Also, like ghost movies aren't as much of a thing. Have you guys seen The Others by Nicole? Well, I knew Nicole you were going to talk about that. I just felt it. No. Yeah, I I've seen it. I watched it because of you. Okay, yeah, I remember that. It's my favorite horror movie of all time. Um, it's not really horror. It's like, it's spooky. It's like a spooky. Yeah, it just has spooky mm -hmm. vibes. It's, it's kind of kind like of... The Haunting of Hill House minus all the scary stuff. Oh, that's kind of how I would put it. <laughs> I don't like yeah. being too scared in a movie. Um, but it's it's just kind of like unnerving and chilling. And it's like a haunted house story. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, everyone, go watch The Others. And Nicole Kidman, she she should have gotten She's nominated for an Oscar She's for wonderful. that one. Um, <laughs> but yes, so I, I, liked, I really like the idea of doing these two ghost stories. Um, and I think that they pair well together in that they are both ghost stories, but that they have completely different moods. So um, in The Ghost in the House, it's a story of a woman who, like, I don't know if wakes up is the correct word, but wakes up and realizes she's a ghost in her own house. And she's trying to figure out what happened and try and understand what's going on and kind of the big plot twist. And this isn't a spoiler because it's sort of like right at the beginning 
is that she realizes her husband has remarried. And so it's sort of, it's been like five years since she, since she died. I don't know why she comes back at this point, but ghosts aren't real. So you can do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> so it's like very interesting because she's kind of having to mourn the loss of her relationship Whereas he's mourning the loss of her life. Like, it's like oh, these different types of mourning. It's so beautiful, but it's definitely a bit stressful and it's pretty sad and it's kind of a hard read um, at times. It definitely, it made me cry and books never make me Ooh, cry. Yeah. yeah. So it made that's me cry one. like one and a half times. You know, the half was more like a, a tearing up like situation. A, a, a yeah, I get I get teary eyed quite a bit, but I know I often never like get a full on tear down the face type of vibe. Yeah. Um so yeah, so that's my combo. There you go. Uh I think we should hear from Brenna next. Well, what's yeah. your combo? This is fun. We've never done combos before. I know it's crazy. It was it was so mine was kind of like I cause I also wanted to tie them together somehow. Yeah. And both books I'm recommending are about like a group of people on a trip out of town somewhere, like on an island. Ooh, okay. And there's a, there's a, and one of them is really stressful, and one of them is also stressful because, I, <laughs> because that's all you I read. Don't, I don't read things that are not stressful. But the second one is definitely a very calming uh, stressful. Okay. So the first one is the guest list by Lucy ah, Foley. I so. Okay. I. This was my second favorite read of 2021. Oh, right. Oh, I for- wait, I forgot yes. we were about to find out. <laughs> I forgot yes. about the big reveal. This is this so fun. Is, this is number two of the year. So um, basically, there are two, also two timelines in this book. And in the present tense, someone has been murdered and you don't know who it is. Mm. And that sounds really strange, it, but it makes sense when you read it. Yeah. Um, all you know is someone's been murdered and like you're tra- you're waiting to find out what has happened. And in the past, it's told from five different perspectives, which I love in books. And yeah. based on the tagline of the book, one of these five characters is the murderer. And while murder is not necessarily like justified, you know, <laughs> in any scenario, um, it's like these five people all have cause to be the murderer and so you're kind mm. of learning about like the emotional turmoil that each individual has gone through in their life and this person mentioned like having kind of a, an emotional serious story and even though this is a, a wonderful th- wedding thriller i should have mentioned it takes place at a wedding on an <laughs> irish island um uh so it's like you're on the edge of your seat it's really exciting but also it is very emotional because you're you're kind of getting into these five different characters lives and realize the tragedies of their past and, and how they've affected who they are today mm. so that's the um it's kind of like the chilly spicy side dish because it's very <laughs> coldly written it like takes place in a storm in ireland and it's it's fantastic and the, the book i'm pairing with it is uh the vacationers by Emma Straub. Ooh, ah. And really, I would say uh, any Emma Straub book because her her books just are so... They're like the, the lightest books that I read. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> it's um, like not a lot happens in it. It's just this family on vacation in Mallorca, which is an island off of Spain. And they're all sort of going through some um, like stressful family dynamics, like really like tense situations. But um it's kind of just their internal struggles and and then dealing with uh just stressful family drama on this 
otherwise fairly relaxing family vacation mm. and it has those just really like lazy summer on an island vibes Classic. and like while they both take place on an island one is obviously very stressful and one is is like More a light-back. <laughs> light-hearted a casual lazy stressful <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. It was never going to be not stressful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we sorry, guys. You can't, you can't ask me this question. <laughs> we actually, we also, we did a recommendation request a few weeks ago that was like, somebody wanted a book with no conflict. And we realized how difficult that is. Because <laughs> yeah. like, every book needs a level of stress to overcome, right? Like, right. even if it's a fun, beachy read, you still need something to happen to go wrong yeah even if it's just like romantic tension (laughs) yeah so it was always going to be a little stressful that's okay (laughs) okay well i accidentally did two pairings so i'll try and zip through them kind of quickly i was just like looking through my goodreads and i was like brainstorming all these ideas and i couldn't pick between these two so um the first one the stressful spicy book is the time traveler's wife um Mm. it's more like sad which i think is kind of leading into the emotional um, aspect of the recommendation Mm -hmm. request so this one it's it's sad and kind of melancholy um but it's like a love story that spans a large amount of time is kind of the thing that connects the two books so that's the sad stressful book but then the happier side of that that i chose is the princess bride because i feel like that could complement the time traveler's wife very well because they're both love stories that kind of span a long time but the princess bride is like super funny and lighthearted and fun mm-hmm. so i feel like when you start to get really sad from the from one book you can just hop over to the princess bride and everything will be okay um the second pairing i decided to go with is room by emma donahue as the stressful book that is a um because that's book. one of my all-time <laughs> favorite books yeah it's so stressful and so sad and like it's it's crazy because like you're reading from the perspective of a five year old who had like doesn't understand what's going on, which I think is really interesting as like a device in a book. But I so I wanted to go with another book that has like a young main character um, telling the story. And the positive book, the happy book that I decided to go with is Wonder by R. J. Palacio. Mm-hmm. I know I talk about this book a lot, yeah. but it's just like one of the best books that will ever exist. And um, I feel like reading those together would be really great because Room is so stressful and Wonder is so like happy, even though it does have like its stressful moments, like obviously there is conflict, but it just like warms your heart so much. Mm -hmm. And I realized after I paired these together in my head that both of the movies star uh, Jacob Tremblay as the main character. (laughs) So you could just watch the movies and have like a little Jacob Tremblay marathon. (laughs) And um, yeah, so those were my two pairings. I love that. Yeah, this made me feel, it, it felt like doing cocktails, right? It felt like we were like book mixologists. Yeah, like, because you had to kind of figure out, like, what are books that have a similar element, but like opposite vibes, <laughs> like yeah. opposite feelings and emotions. So that was fun. I couldn't imagine doing this with books that weren't connected. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Not Although I guess The Princess either. Bride is technically a fantasy book and The Time Traveler's Wife is more of like sci-fi. So those are different yeah. genres. <laughs> So I'm doing great. 10 out of 10, really. You <laughs> Thank <nailed> you. <laughs> I, I got the bonus points in my own head, even if it's just half a point. Awesome. Okay, so the next recommendation request that we got is from Megan, who says, Hey, Ariel and Raylene and Brenna. Um, I want to read books about finding purpose in life after a period of struggle. I've recently applied for my dream course to become a librarian. Woohoo! And I'm feeling hopeful and happy after going through a pretty confusing low point with my career and life. I'd love to read something that has a similar theme. The book doesn't have to be related to work or career purpose, but preferably has a self-aware or introspective character that undergoes lots of growth as the narrative unfolds 
This one was tricky for me. What did you pick, Ariel? Um, so Brenna right now is wearing my sweater, which is so <laughs> awesome to me. Like it's, I don't know, it feels pretty cool. It feels lovely that like I've got your books on the shelf behind me. You've got my sweater on. Like it's just like we're all pals. Yeah. We're all and pals yep. here. Man, it is so cozy over here. It's I'm, I'm feeling great, guys. It's a great sweater. <laughs> I love it. Um, but the reason I bring that up is just because obviously Megan has said she is um, doing a library sciences program. Mm. I've gotten so many messages and pictures from librarians or library techs and stuff, people studying to be librarians, um, wearing my sweater. So I just was thinking, Amazing. I was like, Megan needs my sweater because like, you can, you <laughs> can show important. up to your library with your I'm thinking about book sweater. Up here. Like I've gotten some people, this is really interesting actually, I've gotten some people who are like, this technically violates the dress code. Because <laughs> we're, not, we're not supposed to wear like clothing that has any writing on it in the library oh. like in different i think it's because of different like universities and colleges and stuff um and they're like but nobody has said anything about the i'm thinking about books <laughs> and i was like what other librarian would say anything that's the perfect yeah thing. like that's an illegal sweatshirt you're wearing right now how dare you <laughs> get away with it um i love this question and i feel like this is a genre I want more of. That's like, true. This is a very mm, tailored yeah. to you question. It is, right? I, I feel like these are the types of books I really love. And when I talk about books, because I, I think I've talked on the pod before, like I really enjoy books about characters in their 20s. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason why, I mean, part of it is obviously just I'm in my 20s, so I like hearing about it. But partly is I, I love that sort of like transitionary work struggle where you're sort because it is like obviously our jobs, our careers or whatever are a big part of our lives. And I like reading about how that's impacting your mental health or your relationships or who you perceive yourself to be. I'm like, it was funny, Brenna, hearing you kind of talk about that at earlier on in the pod because I have I've been having massive struggles with it where I'm like is this what I want to do for my whole life how do I want this to look mm -hmm. like what what do I want this to be so I love this question and I'm like excited to hear what you guys pick but also this is definitely one I'm going to be looking at the Instagram for to see what mm. other listeners um let us know about so the first book is genuinely albatross like <laughs> it's about a person who finds out he's really good at golf but he hates golf. But like, wouldn't you play golf if you were paid millions of dollars and you got to go on like world tours and like all of this? Thing? But he like, he wants to be a writer, but it's so easy to be a great golfer. So mm -hmm. I love that as a rec. And I think that that actually is perfect. I also in a weird way wanted to recommend convenience store woman <laughs> because it's almost about the opposite. It's like a woman who works at a quote unquote, like, um, job you're supposed to grow out of yeah right like everyone but she in loves her it <laughs> yeah but that's the thing but she loves it like everyone in her life is like stop working at the convenience store like that was supposed to be a temporary job like you need to get a quote-unquote better job and so in a way it's kind of commenting on like what do we all think is a good job and what do you take away from your job I remember my boyfriend had said like he used to work at um, HMV selling music and stuff. And he was like, if that job had paid really, really well, like like a career job, I would have kept working there because right. it's fun to sell music and like to talk to other music people. And I'm sure, Aileen, that's how you felt about the bookshop. Like mm -hmm. there's certain things that 
maybe we don't society doesn't see them as really good jobs but if you enjoy your work it's about getting paid enough though obviously but anyway that's why convenience store woman is really interesting because she's like i don't really care what you guys think i love working in this convenience store yeah however it also takes a dark turn (laughs) (laughs) but the point is still there the final book i wanted to mention is how to do nothing by jenny odell so this sort of doesn't work for this specific request because it's non-fiction and it sounds like she wanted some fiction but i feel like you need to read this book megan megan <laughs> i think you need to read this book i have been really wanting to reread this book i read it basically two years ago now and it made a really big and important impact because it's sort of the sub line is resisting the attention economy it's sort of about like pushing back on the feeling like you have to work all of the time and remembering that your work isn't the only thing that defines you and it's not the only thing that's important in your life and that you're allowed to take time away from productivity to just sleep or read or take a walk so it sort of balances that out a little bit where you're like yes my work is important to me and i'm excited about my career but i'm also excited about my hobbies and i'm excited about other things mm-hmm. i love this book and also the audiobook i listened to the audiobook and it was only like four hours or five hours or Incredible. something so it's a nice quick read that needs to be the first audiobook i listen to while i'm coloring yes <laughs> yes yes it's actually fantastic. perfect that would actually be perfect for while you color while you're like doing your work should i be doing this (laughs) (laughs) i'm questioning everything (laughs) um all right i i snuck in a couple of extras there obviously but brenna what did you pick i'm so curious yeah so this is my number one read of 2021 which is outlawed (gasps) by anna north i love this book uh it has wild west vibes which i've weirdly gotten really into you said godless no oh godless i saw the show yeah it's god brenna oh my god (laughs) it is a show it's a show and it's gonna blow your mind it is so 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 good it's written and directed by scott frank who did queen's gambit and Um, what yeah and it stars you know the chess cowboy he's just a cowboy in godless (laughs) what's his name thomas Oh, the Frank. guy from, like, he was in the... Love Actually. Lo- Love Actually, yeah. The, the kid in Love Actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maze Runner guy. <laughs> it's got the girl, the the oldest sister from Downton Abbey. <laughs> the name, the actor names are all escaping I love me. this. It's like, who are these people? I do yeah, not know. Yeah, I don't know. It's got one of the people from Orange is the New Black. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It does. But, like, it's got an incredible cast, and it's basically about this western town. Like, it's set in, like, the 1800s. Um that is a mining town but the mine the mine exploded which would happen at the time and everyone died like all of the men that worked in this mine died Mm. and so now it's kind of this town that's run by women and it's a little bit like uh well it's very unconventional for the period because there's no men left it's giving me like on a sunbeam vibes by tilly walden oh yeah everyone's everyone's identifies as female exactly so it's so good it's so and it's only like six episodes and it's on netflix sorry i oh. don't mean to interrupt but i got oh, so excited no. what's it called I, again i already forgot godless? Part, oh, godless. godless godless right godless because everyone says it's a godless that. town 
Oh, God, it's so cool. Oh, yeah, women, no. <laughs> women riding horses? It's so epic. There are so many women riding horses in this book. <laughs> in Outlawed. It's, it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, just like to briefly touch on this. Um, Please. So yeah, like I said, Wild West vibes. It also has LGBTQ representation. It's just a fantastic book. Um, so basically, the main character, Ada, uh, she flees her town. She flees society because women who are barren are hanged as witches or outcasts from society, and she Uh-oh. realizes she can't, can't get pregnant. And so she leaves um, and finds this band of outlaws who have also fled society for similar reasons. And basically they go around, like they ride horses, they rob other people on horses. They are just basically trying to survive away from the society that has shunned them. And uh, aside from that, though, she's... She's really struggling with the fact that she's had to leave her entire life behind. Her family, who she loves, um, because she might be hanged as a witch. Mm. And um, she's trying to find her new purpose in the world and find out where she belongs. And I don't want to give anything away, but like, um, you'll realize if you read this book, the ending is, is perfect for trying to find where you belong or your purpose in life after a long period of struggle. And it does relate to the career um okay. at the end of this book if, if you do want like that career aspect of it so so definitely recommend this book to anyone looking for like that yeah finding your purpose getting over a terrible period of your life i love Very that good. recommendation really did you read it i know you bought it but i don't remember if you've read it last no year. i haven't read it i bought this book brenna and then they canceled my order and it never shipped. And so I was like, oh God, okay, I've got to deal with that. And I never dealt with it. So now I'm like, okay, I have to buy it. But I have, I need your guys' opinion. Okay, this is huge. Okay. I was, as you were speaking, I looked it up. I was like, is this out in paperback yet? Mm. So it comes out in Canada on paperback with the cover that you have in a month. Perfect. I'll get it cool. then. Or <laughs> should I go with this cover from Ooh. the uk hold on i will try and change yeah there we go that's See, i don't color. like that cover oh okay i, I don't like i that personally one. prefer it oh <gasps> so we're 50 50 here drama is back uh-oh we're gonna fight <laughs> <laughs> this one is like guys uh everyone will have to look this up or maybe i'll try and put this on the instagram as well uh actually no i probably won't because i don't <laughs> i didn't read it that was you brenna um <laughs> I don't have the other one to compare it to, but this is really oh, yeah. interesting because it's like mountains and then you do have the little characters on there. So it's mm-hmm. more of like an Ill- classic. This is the classic thing of the US versus UK covers. The UK likes illustrations. The US likes more like graphic design slash photography yes. elements. So mm-hmm. interesting. However, I feel that cover is quite cartoony. It yeah. is it's giving cartoon. me like an animation show vibe. This, oh, yeah. the co- like the original cover with like the pink it's and the blue and the cool. clouds and lips. It's like it's so western. It just yeah. gives like like the color scheme. The font the is font. good. I, yes, the, the font, font is ten out of ten. Yes, and it's kind of weird that like there are floating lips, but like <laughs> it is a little I, weird. That's why I I kind of think it, my my take on the whole thing is that I don't like either cover. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it's kind of like. I I just like one slightly better than the other, but I don't really like either of them. That's really funny. Yeah. Well, damn. I love that recommendation. Did you? No, you didn't have a second one. Why would no. you? <laughs> I, I had to go out on a bang with my number one book. Yeah, that's perfect. Very nice. Yeah, that's I'm glad perfect. that we did this recommendation second. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Um, Raylene, what did you pick? 
Well, mine is kind of different from both of yours. It doesn't really have anything to do with the career aspect so much. It's more okay. introspective and yeah. character growth. And that book is Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro. And I chose this book because, um, I mean, the entire book is told just like from the thoughts of the main character, whose name is Kathy. There's not a lot of dialogue and plot wise, it's very like subdued and kind of chill throughout the book. So it is very introspective. Like you're just hearing all of her thoughts about like how she felt about growing up and all the things that happened later in her life. And this book also has an element of like the characters don't know what's going on. Like they don't know what's happening to them when they're growing up. Like they all live in this boarding school and have to do all these weird tests and stuff and they don't really understand what is going on. And I mm. kind of feel like that ties into the whole like not really knowing what's going on in your life career-wise type of thing. Yeah. And like by the end of the book, of course, they find out what's going on and it's like a major shock, but then they're able to like get closure and move forward. Mm. So I feel like that kind of is like the, you figured out what you want to do with your life and you can move on. But like sometimes you don't have control. Sometimes people are telling you what you should do. And so mm. you do those things. And so I feel like in a weird way, this kind of worked with that. But mostly it's just that it's very introspective and kind of quiet while also being kind of spooky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, yeah. I'm so curious about that book because I watched the movie ages ago and really mm. didn't like it. But you had a really interesting situation. Well, my journey was funny because I read the book when I was like 15 or 16 and did not like it at all because it was so slow and it didn't have any action. It didn't have much dialogue, which was what I wanted at the time. But then a, a couple of years after that, I watched the movie and loved it. Right. And then last year, the year, no, the year before last, I reread the book. It had been 10 years since I first read it. And I read it again and was like, wait, this is amazing. So I really recommend giving it another try. <laughs> <laughs> That's really awesome. I think we nailed it, you guys. I think we did a great yeah. job. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Not bad at all. Go team. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Brenna, so much for hanging out with us today to celebrate the bookmark release. We are so, so, so honored to have you had designed the, the, first, the first set. They're beautiful. 10 out of 10. I am always so happy to be here. This is like already made my entire 2022. Yes. This is the, the, the highlight of the year already. <laughs> Nothing will top oh, this. <laughs> what will top it is seeing everyone with their bookmarks. Yes. I think yes. that will yes. be yes. so you have exciting. To take yeah, take photos everyone and show us all. Everyone has to share with us. Yeah. So if you guys want to check out the bookmarks, they are linked in the show notes. Check them out now. Once again, Brenna's information is linked in the show notes as well. You definitely need to follow her Instagram because it's so pretty. It's just so pretty. I love when you, because you, I think it was throughout October or no, November, you were sharing like different characters a lot, like that you I, were drawing. I was drawing witches throughout October. Yes. Different yeah. Witches. That was it. Following that was like it. A, a draw-tober, like inktober kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, like following authors on Instagram is so helpful, you guys, like, especially for ones that are more like with indie publishers. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it can be really difficult in this day and age to get recognized when like so much of book sales comes from social media. Yeah. And so any support you can show on social media is always so appreciated by authors or creators. So definitely, definitely go over there and check me out. On yeah. Instagram. Awesome. I'm really glad you said that because it's, it's a part of the publishing industry. I think people don't really know about how important these things have become. Like I remember yes. I made a video a few years about 
a few years ago about pre-orders because I was like I don't think you guys know like how important pre-orders are and I like broke it down and people were like I did not know it made such an impact and I didn't know Mm -hmm. either right like I had been talking to a friend who was like I'm really stressed about pre-orders and I was like oh this was not a thing I knew about so there's like these little things that you can do that really help uh help an author that you love out like if you already like their books why not (laughs) why not give that follow so anyways We love you, Brenna. Thank you for being here. I love here. you guys, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go record our Patreon mini bonus podcast, Books on Bucket. I can't believe we called it that and we have to say that in every episode. But I'm like, also love it. proud. <laughs> when you love... first told me that name, I was like, is that a typo? Are you sure that's what we want to call it? And you were is like, yes, typo, yes, 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 yes. And I was like, it's okay. <laughs> bucket is a great word. It, it pulls you in. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> it really grabs the imagination. <laughs> um, Raylene, what is the question that we're going to go answer over there? I know you yes. have it in front of you. It's a great question from Monica, who submitted this on our Discord. And she says, I read Priory of the Orange Tree in 2018 and loved it. And I still always recommend it to customers. It's about time I read it again. But for some reason, I keep putting it off. I think now it's a mashed potato reread. Amazing. Is this a thing? Do you have any mashed potato rereads? Hmm, boy, do I ever. Things are going... <laughs> deep the levels yep. of mashed potato-ness are so so deep we're gonna need there are sequel. layers we're gonna need a sequel bookmark brenna where she oh, like man. lifts away the plate and there's and another there are, there plate are more, more potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> oh that's funny amazing all right we'll we'll go record that now if you want to check it out that's on our patreon thank you again so much brenna and we will talk to you guys next week thank bye. You. bye bye guys